Good afternoon, everyone. I am so excited to have Janet Heidker here with us on Facebook Live. She is a life coach. She is the president of Toastmasters. So excited to hear her talk. And she is an author. She is an author of the upcoming Empowering Women to Succeed series, volume three, Bounce. And I'm excited to have you, Janet. Thank you for being on with us. Thank you for having me, Randy. It's my pleasure. Well, I'm thrilled to learn from you. Tell us a little bit about Janet. Who's Janet? And if you guys are out there watching, listening, please say hello so we know you're there and we can acknowledge you. Janet, tell us a little bit about you. I was the executive assistant to the first three chiefs of police for the region of Peel. I had the pleasure wow. of working in the chief's office for 14 years. I then decided that I would like to experience a career change. And I took a Dale Carnegie sales training course. And I managed to land a job as a sales professional with Swarovski Canada Limited. I worked wow. for Swarovski for 12 years and I loved it. Then nice. I worked in a jewelry store downtown in the financial district for a further three years. And then I left that because I wanted to become an author and a life coach and steer my life in a different direction. Love it. So you have quite a range of experiences, right? Yes, I sure do. <laughs> you have quite a range. So you are an author in the upcoming Empowering Women to Succeed, Volume 3, Bounce, that will be launching in May. Congratulations. Thank you. And uh, you'll also be at the Toronto Women's Expo to talk to people or to sign books if they'd like. So thank you for uh, coming to that as well. Looking forward to it. Well, it's, it's going to be a really exciting day. And... Uh, Janet, tell us, without giving us, like, all the goods, <laughs> tell us a little bit about your story that you wrote about. Um, but, you know, don't give us all the meat. Okay. I wrote this story partly as a part of the healing process for the experience that I went through. It was a violent and very emotional experience and I felt that one of the ways that I could get over it and come to terms with what happened is to share it in the upcoming book 365 Empowering Stories. I also want to impart the importance of being mentally tough because in this particular situation I had to be mentally tough just in order to survive it. And I want also to express that no matter what circumstances we undergo in our lives, there is light at the end of the tunnel, even if sometimes it seems like just a tiny flicker. And it is my hope and wish that women and anyone reading my story will also be empowered 
to realize that, hey, if she can get through that horrific experience, then I can too. And that's a strong message because, uh, you know, a lot of people are stuck in a situation or are feeling down or just don't see the possibility of, you know, light at the end of the tunnel, but anything positive, right? Yes. And, yes. and it takes people like you to show that, you know what, I've been there, right? Yes. And, and I can get out of that. Hi, Pamela. Thanks for being on with us. <laughs> so, you know, it, it really impresses me when anybody like yourself is willing to share their story because they want to help other people. So talk to us about, um, you know, you've gone through quite a few things in your life. Uh, why did you want to share your stories? I believe that the advancement of society is based upon the advancement of women. And in keeping with that theme, I wrote my story because there are so many women out there, and I have seen this myself in business, who feel like they're just not good enough. They haven't had the right opportunities or education or meeting the right people to achieve their goals. And through sharing my story, I'm just like any one of those ladies. And again, I was able to achieve results through being, through persevering, and anybody else can do that too. I had some sad circumstances that I share in my story, but again, we all have sad stories. And it's our ability to change our attitude and get above them that makes the difference in life and that's what I wanted to share absolutely and I don't want you to tell us um, exactly what you did because I don't want you to give away your whole story I want people to read it but can you talk to the people that are listening hi Gordon Gordon says hi Janet hi, Gordon. <laughs> can you tell us like what are some oh and Mariella Yes, sharing your story truly helps. Thank you. Yes, it it, heal, it heals ourselves as well, right? Yes, <laughs> as yes. Well as the, process. the process itself is healing. Definitely, and that's why we should definitely be sharing because we don't know how many other people we're going to help. But um, Janet, can you maybe give some people I mean you've had your own experiences so from your experiences are there any tips or things you want people to think about to help them get through some of their crap yes you have to have a very tough mental attitude I think that that's paramount and not to let things and adversity or the circumstances, don't let yourself get wallowed down into the circumstances and the negativity. As I did with, uh, with my daughter and her illness, I, that was one of the most challenging. Having a child with an eating disorder is extremely difficult to cope with. 
and I made a life-changing decision for both Lindsay and I that some readers might consider extreme. But if you haven't walked down that path, you have no idea how difficult and stressful it can be living with a child that's both anorexic and bulimic. And I know there's a lot of people out there um, this year alone, there will be 1,900 Canadian women diagnosed with an eating disorder. And every one of those families will go through the hell that I did. If I can help one of them, writing that chapter and everything else about it will be worth it. Oh, yeah, for sure. And those are only the ones that will be reported, right? How many yes, more yes. won't even be reported and will suffer in silence or without help, right? Yes, absolutely. Yes. So what would you say to the ones that are out there suffering in silence and aren't going to reach out? Mary Ellis says it's all mindset. <laughs> it is. But the, here's the thing. Unless the sufferer reaches rock bottom and decides that they themselves want to change, they never will. Mm -hmm. You have to have the willpower and each child or that's usually women who have an eating disorder reach rock bottom and something happens to make them change. And I'm not going to tell you what it was in my daughter's case, but something did happen. I think Every parent who has a child with an eating disorder that has not had it reported or wants to get better, the only thing you can do is be there for them. Don't abandon your child who has an eating disorder. And those words are very easy to say, but they sure are not easy to live with. That's one of my messages. Don't abandon your child. Stick with her. Be there. Show her you love her even though a lot of days you really don't love her. But it or can him. overcome. Or him, yes. It's eight women to two men, the statistic for eating disorders. Yeah, so we do want to acknowledge that men go through this as well. Yes. And, uh, and a lot of those people won't reach out. But I know a lot of people, Janet, are in denial. You know, they may think, could be a problem, but uh, she's okay, or he's okay, you know? And what do you say to those parents who kind of um, either make excuses and say there's nothing wrong or they ignore it altogether? What would you say to those parents? I would say to those parents, as gently as you possibly can, sit down and speak with your child who has the disorder and do your best coming from a loving place to encourage them to at the very least see a therapist. My mm -hmm. daughter had to be hospitalized because she physically could not walk. She was yeah. 82 pounds. And when your child gets to 82 pounds at five foot seven, you know there's a serious problem. But that's mm -hmm. the best you can do because as you say, some of them don't want help. The thinner they are, the better they think they look. And right. it's a very difficult mindset to change, but it can be done. It takes so much patience, a lot of kindness, and just being as gentle and encouraging as you can. That's the best advice that I can give. 
But if, if there's any chance of getting your child to the doctor, the hospital, please do it because it becomes life threatening. Potassium levels with eating disordered children get far too low and that can cause heart attack. Lindsay was hospitalized five times for potassium in potassium drip. Wow. Wow. Well, Gordon says thank you for sharing, Janet. My pleasure, you know, Gordon. My pleasure. You know, it's a very difficult topic and uh, a lot of people suffer out there, whether it's openly or quietly, they're suffering. Um, and even the ones that aren't 83 pounds can still be suffering from bulimia or anorexia and, uh, you know, and need some support. Um, Mary Ellis is absolutely and ultimately is the person's uh, decision. Love is the best energy in all cases. So, yes, we yes. <laughs> have to be supporting the people around us. Um, you know, with their struggles and know that they're not alone, that there's support for them. Yes. Yes, that's right. There is support out there, although there is a stigma associated with eating disordered patients because unlike someone who has, let's say, cancer, for instance, they didn't bring that on themselves. Children with eating disorders have brought that illness onto themselves. And we can, we can do without alcohol, let's say, in our lives, but we can't do without food, which makes it that much more difficult to overcome. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Our, our cells, our brain, everything about us can't function without the proper nutrients. That's right. Um, starving yourself isn't the way to go. So, no, no, you know, no. Even not. though people who are doing like a regular diet trying to lose 20 pounds, 30 pounds, whatever, they'll starve themselves all day. And that's not the way to do it either. You'll end up in the hospital with a heart attack. Or over-exercising like Lindsay did. She would work out for four hours on an empty stomach. Right. Yeah. <laughs> not good. No, not good. And it's hard to uh, shift their mindset when they're so focused or if your perception is so off about yourself. Yes. Right? Yes. That it doesn't matter what somebody else says to you. You think whatever you're thinking in your head and you can't change that perception. So that's it's, right. it's, a, it's a struggle yeah. that I don't envy. That's for sure. I admire you for not giving up on your daughter, you know, and pulling through those struggles. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, but I know it's a daily fight, you know, yes. forever and ever. It's a daily fight. It's but the reader will get to read a happy result and, and as a part of this particular section of my story. So it does have a happy ending, I'm pleased to say. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> good. And, 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 you know, thank you so much for sharing that with everybody because I know it's uh, – Heart wrenching. You went through a lot, but there were lessons learned and action that was taken that other people can benefit from. And, you know, we so honor the fact that uh, you were willing to share that. So thank you. My pleasure, Randy. I'm glad I did. And thank you for being on this Facebook Live. Yeah, that's exciting. My first time. Yeah, so love having you and uh, 
we are going to be able to meet you in person at the Toronto Women's Expo on March 29. So come give Janet a hug because she's such a sweetheart. Uh, Mary Ellis says it'll make a difference for sure. Thank you for sharing. Oh, my, my pleasure. Thank you very much for having me live. I appreciate it. Well, thank you for being on. Thank you, everybody, for commenting and for being active with the Facebook Live. And please come and meet uh, Janet at the show. She'd love to help you. And Gordon says, great energy. Mm -hmm. So thank you. <laughs> Thanks, and we'll see everybody soon. Cheers. Thank you.